It's worth knowing what's really going on. This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Ocean breeze, tropical beach, pina colada. You can buy an air freshener to make your car smell like you're in an oceanside paradise. Or, better yet, you can point your car toward Daytona Beach and come experience the real thing. Visit DaytonaBeach.com to discover all there is to see, do, and enjoy along the world's most famous beach. Daytona Beach, Florida. Beach on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Access Atlanta. Every week, we share some of the best places to eat, play, and live out loud in the ATL. And, of course, we go behind the scenes and find the stories that show Atlanta is one of a kind. Welcome to Access Atlanta. I'm your host, Shane Harrison. We've changed the way we do our podcast. That means we're recording it remotely from our homes, but we've also changed what we're talking about in the podcast, since we've always prided ourselves on providing guidance on things to do in and around Atlanta, and because most venues, theaters, and attractions are closed, we're going indoors, and in some cases where it's practical, outdoors to places where it's easy to practice social distancing. Food choices in Atlanta have never been more varied or more accessible. Traditional brick and mortar restaurants now share the dining landscape with food hall stalls, food trucks, farmers market vendors, pop-up innovators, and delivery-only entrepreneurs. The AJC Dining Team's Fall Dining Guide sings the praises of current favorite Metro Atlanta dishes. You'll find picks for breakfast, lunch, happy hour, dinner, anytime the craving strikes. On this week's podcast, dining editor Lagaya Figueres and contributor Wendell Brock will talk about the dishes they're craving, and Lagaya is here to introduce that conversation. Welcome, Lagaya. Hi, Shane. How are you? I'm great. Um, so this is always an exciting time when the dining guide comes out, and a busy time for you, I'm sure. A busy time. I'm glad that the dining guide is now out and off my plate. Yuck, <laughs> <laughs> yuck. Yeah, so so this one is is all about just individual dishes. So yes. I, I think I think that's fascinating. I, I love that because it, it it gives you something to uh to you know focus on when you go somewhere. You're like, oh, I know this is really good. So yeah, it's like a treasure hunt. We have <laughs> we have 37 dishes that we decided to feature, and it, it's a very random number, but these are the ones that we are loving right now. So we, yeah, we decided to focus on the dishes that we crave right now in Metro Atlanta and they come from all over. Yeah. And, and as I said in the intro, it, it was, it's from all these different types of establishments as well, because we have so many different ones to choose from. Right. Well, and, and I mentioned that in, in, in the intro is that the landscape is so, it's evolving, it's changing, it's not the same as it was even just a few years ago, where 
we are beyond just traditional brick and mortar. There's so many other opportunities um, to experience food. And, you know, we yeah, we've had food trucks for a while, but pop-ups are just, you know, that's a regular thing. And so when I say it's almost like a treasure hunt, you could just take these 37 dishes and, and just go click go go off and find each one and experience it and in some instances I think the catch is readers are going to have to then um, be patient and adapt to some of the ways that they're going to get these meaning you can't just make the reservation at a restaurant or even just expect to to walk in but in some instances you might have to wait a little bit for that pop-up right or a dish might only be available on the weekends when that vendor is around or some, in some instances, it might be delivery only. So these are, ter- these are terrific finds, um, but they are going to be coming from uh, non-traditional sources, which yeah. is very exciting to me. Yeah, I love, I love the whole pop-up idea. It's like, a, you know, not too far from me, the former ration and dram is now dead in drinks and they're bringing in all these pop-ups. I, I'm really excited about a couple of those. But it's like they're only doing it one night. And if I can't make it that night, it's like, uh, so I have to plan. And, and uh, yeah, that's part of the fun, too, I think. Definitely. Yeah. So anyway, you're going to be talking uh, with Wendell Brock, who uh, is a contributor to the Dining Guide. And uh, you're going to talk about some of those favorite dishes. Some of our favorite dishes. Yes. And and you can find the uh, AJC's Fall Dining Guide online now where you can see all of the dishes and read about those. Uh, but in the meantime, we're going to turn it over to Lagaya and Wendell, and uh, they're going to tell you about some of those dishes. Thanks, Lagaya. Thank you, Shane. Every spring and fall, the AJC Dining Team produces a dining guide. Once we settle on a theme, We eat our way through Metro Atlanta to determine the dishes, places, and people in the local food community that we think you should put on your radar. For our fall dining guide, which you can read now online at AJC.com, we chose to spotlight our current favorite Atlanta dishes. I'm joined now by AJC food and dining contributor and my fellow restaurant critic, Wendell Brock, to talk about the guide and some of our tasty recommendations. Wendell, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. How are well, you today? Of course. Yes. How are you? Good. Good. We've got like 37 dishes here to talk about. Can we do that in 15 minutes? 30, 37 dishes, 37 <laughs> minutes? I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Uh, yeah. It's a, that, that was a lot of food. How did, does the number 37 mean anything? It means... Um, That's how many we came up with, right? It, 37 is as random a number as the dishes <laughs> that we discovered that we decided were um, the best contenders for, for the guide, I think. I've seen some people on social media saying top 30. They're claiming to be in the AJC top 30. So oh, okay. We okay. Need to, Close okay. enough. As long as they're I guess, posting, right? I guess they're in the <laughs> top 30 today, for example. <laughs> That's but... <laughs> This, this this list really does speak to the moment, as you've addressed, where we are it, in time. It really, really does. Yeah, I mentioned in the guide that the food choices were really, really varied these days. And when you look at the 37 dishes collectively, they're just not all coming from traditional brick and mortar restaurants. And I think not so long ago, 
that might have been the case. And now here we are with, you know, picks that are coming from food hall stalls and pop-ups and delivery only places. And I mean, I don't know. To me, that's very exciting. What do you think about that story? I I do think it's an indication of a a changing dining landscape for sure. I think dining is definitely becoming more casual. And as I've mentioned to you in my own eating out, I've sort of become like the the king of fast food. (laughs) Not fast food, but lots of sandwiches and burgers and wings and fries and chicken biscuits and so on. And, and I, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it too. I had a ball, um, in, in doing my end of the research and writing for this. It's kind of fun to go in search of one thing and really focus on it and experience it and just really fall in love with it. And, um, also, you know, to be honest, yeah, when you can sit there in your shorts and, tennis shoes or whatever and eat this stuff outside on your um you know um, uh, just on a bench it's it's been it's been fun yeah yeah I was just scrolling through the list and I see that there are three burgers I didn't realize there were three burgers on this list I thought there were like two um but it it speaks to 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 our what where, where we're going with this um can I talk about one of them yeah and I will just say you know and to your point not just burgers, but there's a fair amount of handhelds on this dish. And I would say even like something that we might say, quote unquote, like all American type food. But yeah, talk, talk about. There's also boiled peanuts on this list. I know there's boiled peanuts. Boiled I mean, peanuts how, from how, how of hand Can you get who wrote about boiled peanuts? Do you... Angela Hansberger wrote the boiled okay. peanuts. Yeah. So that definitely made the list. And um, yeah, you know, a favorite dish doesn't have to be an entree. It can be just a a snack. Yeah. You even wrote about a sauce. I did. (laughs) A condiment condiment made the list. I'm going to get back to that burger. I am. But if a place is that good, and uh, for those who haven't read the guide yet, this is the, it's the jalapeno ranch dipping sauce from Java Saga. And I mean, those guys have a walk-up window at the prep kitchen over in um, Doraville, just off of 85. But everything that they have tastes terrific when you dip it in this jalapeno ranch, whether you're going to do their egg rolls or the um, fried salt and pepper chicken nuggets, um, especially even the French fries that they call exotic fries because they're um, they get furikake on top of them, and of course their Taiwan number one fried chicken, one of the sandwiches there. So yeah, you know why not a sauce? Why can't a why can't a condiment be a favorite thing when it's that good? And it's free. Te- it's yes, free I guess so. Food to eat with it. But yes. uh, I really like Java Saga and and Alvin and his story. And, you know, he started out as a as a coffee truck, and and he was going to places that you know in the morning, and people had already had coffee, so he had to pivot. Um, and he remembered how much he loved his mother and grandmother's Taiwanese fried chicken. So I, I think it's all delicious. Um, he's developed a new sauce. Ooh, wait, t- <laughs> tell about it. it. I don't know. As I went by there recently, I was like craving and I hadn't been there in months. So I like went by and um, it's a sauce that it's his take on the halal guy's white sauce. 
So it's kind of, it's a definite white saw. It's kind of, kind of, I don't, wouldn't say that it's ranchy, but it's definitely in that, that department. So yeah, maybe that'll be next on your list. Another, <laughs> another reason to go back soon. I'll be changing my favorite of jalapeno ranch dipping sauce on everything from Java Saga to white sauce. What is it? What's it called again? Yeah, I don't, oh, I can't remember. It's called something Bay, B-A-E. Okay, something bay sauce um, on everything from Java Saga. But, you know, sometimes <laughs> it's good to try both sauces and mix them up. Ooh. Or we can mix them together. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. All right. Well, so it, where are we going with this? <laughs> well, actually, I was going to talk about a burger. So, okay, you can talk about a burger, but be, wait, before you do, since you talked about sauce, I do want to mention one of the things that I, I technically wrote about two sauces, because I um, highlighted the Mr. Flintstone's jerky, where, uh, turkey with Jamaican jerk sauce from OSHA Farm Grill at Chattanooga Food Works. going to ask you about that. Please tell me more. Okay. So one, the Jamaican jerk sauce is so terrific. That's because it incorporates Thai flavors. The owners are Thai. And um, the re that sauce is so good with this turkey leg, but it's a giant, giant turkey leg. Okay. And one, it's terrific by itself. It's super, super juicy. But I also love the backstory on it that the kids of one of the owners, um, Belle Chubchi, they, they were on a family trip to Disneyland and the kids, it was like the first time that they'd seen it. And they're like, dad, dad, what, what is that? And they're, why can't we get this in Georgia? And so it inspired their dad to go ahead and put it on the menu at his at his food stall. But when you pair it with this jerk sauce that has like ginger and garlic and Thai chilies, it is just terrific. And you just pick it up and gnaw on it. And you just pick it up and gnaw on it. That thus <laughs> Mr. Flintstones. <laughs> well, I want to see you doing this sometimes. Like, oh, I'm happy. I'll do I'll and, daily I'll do it. And it's really it's really turkey because sometimes yes, you know, it's really turkey. Dry, it's really turkey. Okay, then maybe they cook yeah. it a long time or something. Get yeah. it really tender. Okay, so so let's stick to the meat discussion and you can talk about burgers. <clears throat> okay. Um, well, you know, I know you don't always like to say that something is the best in town, you know, or but to me, the best burger in town right now is um, not fooling around NFA burger. The owner is Billy Kramer, and he started, I think, as a burger blogger, and he ate all these burgers, and then he decided he should um, put his money where his mouth is, <laughs> and as it were, and and create a good hamburger. And the the story that I love, and I don't want to go off too too off track here, but he a lot of a lot of times I found with barbecue people and and meat people, they first come up with like a spice. You know, they need an original spice. So he was in his local Publix, like in the spice aisle. He didn't really know what spices he wanted. So he looked at the spices and sort of got lost in the spice aisle for like a couple of hours. And somebody came by and they were like, sir, are you okay? So, you know, he had to snap up, snap out of it, which kind of speaks to the fact that he really was starting from scratch. He didn't, he didn't know what he was going to do, but his burger is a, smash burger is cooked on the flat top and they smash it so that it gets, it gets crispy at the edges he will not put ketchup on it unless you ask him to he doesn't put 
lettuce. He doesn't put tomato. It's a classic um, American style burger with American cheese and pickles, Mount Olive pickles. Um, and then I like to get it with bacon, which is an add-on. And the bacon is finely chopped. And his whole point is he wants you to get a little taste of everything in each bite. He doesn't want like a big piece of lettuce falling out. You know, you've had, the, we've all had those burgers, right? They look good on Instagram, but they're a sloppy mess. So every time I eat one of his burgers, <laughs> I want to turn around, go back in there and order another one. How sick is that? How, I think it's awesome. How low can you go? Did I mention that he's in the, um, He's in a Chevron station. That's what I wanted to say. Yes. That's one of my favorite parts is like, it's at a gas station. <laughs> yes. So great. Yeah. Why not? If the best stuff is, if the best burger ha happens to be in a gas station, so be it. It's very good. And he has picnic tables outside. Um, so you can, you know, and he also wants you to eat it there. Like don't get a bag of burgers and drive him across town. Just eat it there. I mean, I've, I've probably eaten one or two on my car hood before he, um, install the picnic tables. So I, I do recommend that place. Well, um, along the same lines in terms of the folks whose dishes we spotlighted, because we just loved the thought process that went into whatever their creation is. I really liked what you wrote about um, the Bagel Palace sandwich from Dear Friend Bagels. And also I've seen the um, video that we have yeah. um, with Dale um, Donchi describing it. And if you want, go ahead and talk about it if you want, but it just makes me feel like there's so much love going into what they're doing there. Yeah, I think um, well, I know that Dale grew up in Virginia. His parents were horse trainers and he wasn't so in touch with his Jewishness. I mean, he'll tell you this. He, he likes to talk about this. And so, you know, a little bit older, a little bit more mature, he sort of reconnected with that part of his, of his heritage. And he feels like that, you know, Southern Jewish people have something to say in their food culture and he wanted to make bagels and he makes every one of these bagels himself by hand, um, usually once a week, Sunday morning at Spiller Park Coffee, which is his um, first, first business. The one is the one at Toco Hills, don't go to Punt City Market. And they really are special and the sandwiches are, are terrific. And this one um, pays tribute to the old Bagel Palace, which used to be a neighbor of his in the same shopping center and they had some of the best bagels in town they, they're no longer there they closed but he tells this funny story about the owner coming to see him at spiller park and going dale you're not doing bagels are you <laughs> it was like no well now he can do bagels and i i i think they're 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 phenomenal um and uh, you know the bagel itself of course is very good but it's what's in it that makes it so delicious and one of my favorites is um lux and he uses he uses labna a lot instead of cream cheese so it's this lemony dill labna and pickled carrots and fresh cucumbers and capers on a sumac poppy seed bagel which is one of his original bagel creations so that's a good one yeah that is a good one ocean breeze tropical beach an air freshener can make your car smell like paradise a drive to daytona beach will actually get you there beach on plan your trip today at daytonabeach.com 
when you were saying, you know, to pay homage, a couple of the um, dishes that we have come from um, some places that have some history in Atlanta. One of them was the Bob wrote about, actually both, Bob Townsend wrote about both of these, the um, fried chicken from um, Busy Bee. And also the, um, this one just tickles my heart, the bread service at the Colonnade. Yeah, and he mentioned how how that's like the essence of hospitality. That's what hospitality is. You go in and you go to somebody's house, you ask them what they want to drink and what they want to eat, you put out a little nosh. And it's a very Southern bread basket. And um, Mary Max has traditionally done a bread basket too. So um, I, I, I don't know if they're still doing it or not. But it's wonderful. You go there, and uh, I think the first thing you get is <laughs> one of my favorite snacks when I'm about to, um, you know, uh, when I haven't had anything to eat all day is saltine crackers and butter. Is that a southern thing, Lagaya? <laughs> I don't know. That actually, but that, <laughs> it, it, I think maybe it, it might sounds be, but gross, I, but it's but like I having know. a moment now. <laughs> that's great. It's like, okay, just quickly something to get in your gullet, you know? I yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Nice. Exactly. Like when you're having a sugar crash, you haven't eaten, yeah. yet, which is kind of what I was having before I dialed in to this. But um, yeah, so the, so the so the bread basket help me out here, but it's it's corn muffins and yeast rolls, Parker House. Yes, um, many corn muffins, um, yeah, yeast rolls. But yeah, you're right. It does start with um, the saltines and and butter. I love his first line though that one of the best things to eat in Atlanta is free. Now we had actually this is cool about the guide too. There's a couple other um, uh, no one other thing that that I ended up writing about um, is the happy hour paella at Botica, which is also free. They give it only on Wednesday. No way. Yes. What? Free paella? Free paella. So you have to go. Yeah. Botica is in the old watershed on Peachtree location. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chef makes it on, they make it on Wednesdays um, and give it out from three to six, a small portion, right? The portion is going to be small, but it's like a giant, a nice offering. If you want to order a regular size, you know, entree thing, you can pay for that. Some of the occasionally they'll make it on Sundays, but you guaranteed it'll be there on um, Wednesdays. So think happy hour time and you can at least get your free little bit there. And I just think that's a lovely offering. That's, that's great. It's like, a, it's like a little sample. You I know. Do you know what, like a, um, I'm, I'm speaking one more free thing and I just want to slip this in. It didn't make it into the guide because I didn't know about it until we had already gotten really into the thick of our, um, research and writing, but I have one more freebie to share. If you want to hear about it, people really should know about this place. I think we should do a whole issue on free stuff. We should. That's a great idea. Okay, I'm taking notes. Free. All right. So there's a new Mexican restaurant that, well, new, new this year that opened up in Sandy Springs called El Capitan. Uh And when you go there, they to start, think normally, what do you get? And if you go to a Mexican restaurant, what do you get when you sit down? If it's going to be complimentary. Chips and salsa. Of course. Here, now the um, it's a Mexican seafood restaurant. And um, and I'm telling you, it's worth going to. Um, 
what you'll get instead is this little tray, a, t um, a little cup that's full of warm, well, hot um, shrimp broth. And it will come with a side of grilled bread and a lime wedge. And it'll come with a little cup, or, uh, a spoon too. And it's the kindest offering. And it absolutely will make you feel great this time of year as it cools down. But it really gets you ready for the fish dishes ahead of you, fish and seafood. And it's complimentary. They give it to everybody. It is delightful. So that's El Capitan in Sandy Springs. Check that out. That sounds good. Some of the, the Mexican seafood places will give you a little tostada with a little ceviche on it to kind of. That's a nice thing. Uh, and these yeah. guys have ceviche and aguachiles, but um, to start, it's this it's a nice change of pace and it's very um, spot on for the concept. So that's cool. But anyway, let's get back to what did make it in the guide. We we're talking about some of our like all American favorites. I was really excited for a bunch of the, um, some of the other international dishes that, that, um, we wrote about, um, I don't, have you tried like Yvonne Zussel wrote about the, the little walk Lotus root at Mamak vegan. My gosh, that picture is so beautiful. Lotus root is so pretty. Have you had tried that? dish ever i have not been to that restaurant but i've i was recently thinking about it and i want to go yeah so i actually have been to that restaurant i have tried that dish and i would highly recommend it there's a nice snap to it and i mean it's 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 a vegetarian dish it's beautiful beautiful and tasty tasty so that's one i she, i all mm -hmm. no go ahead she also wrote, wrote about another one that really caught my eye the okay snap. which one the salmon lop from Snacks Bo Snack Box Bistro, yes. um, which is, you know, lop is like lob in Thailand. It's a, it's a, usually it's a ground meat like pork or chicken, and then it has spices and fish sauce and lime juice. But they have, they have all that. They have those other proteins, but they have one with salmon. And she said, um, the dish can be ordered with chicken, tofu, pork belly, or beef, but salmon is the protein that most beautifully showcases the dish's complex flavors. Very nice, Yvonne. There we go. Yeah, so oh, that's- that, um, That sounds delicious and healthy and beautiful. And yes, so that's- I want it in my mouth. Indoor, I know, I want them all. Well, here we go. This is your guide too. It's um, 37. We should, we should all um, sort of um, race around and see who can eat them all first. <laughs> that would yeah, be you can have a contest or promotion about that. Um, yes. When we were talking about the bread basket at, at, at Colonnade, and, and I think um, it, it made me think about another dish on this list, and that's the Busy Bees fried chicken. Go um, ahead, talk about it. It's kind, of, it's kind of iconic. And when people are coming in from out of town and they ask me, you know, where to get Southern food, it's funny. I always suggest these two restaurants. One is Busy Bee, which is on the south side, southwest part of town near the historically black colleges and universities. And uh, Tracy Gates is, is the owner. She took it over from her father and they really, they kind of brought back, it, the, the, the food wasn't that good when they took over. So they really mm -hmm. did their homework and their due diligence and researched the recipes. And it's, it's a wonderful, very special place. And um, I, this kind of is kind of a seasonal thing, but a few years ago, and it's it's online. If we search for it, I did her cornbread. I did a recipe. I got her a recipe for cornbread 
dressing. We don't call it stuffing because we don't stuff it in the bird. For Thanksgiving, is some of the best, best I've ever had. And I'm a little bit Southern. And I think she uses, um, she uses turkey stock. Like, you know, you cook turkey wings or we're back on turkey legs. <laughs> we're back so, on turkey legs. It, it's, it's delicious. So I recommend well, we should look, we should look up that recipe and, and post it somehow. Ooh, that's closer, a, closer to Thanksgiving. Right, that's right. a good idea. That's a good idea. You know, you know, we do, we haven't really talked about them um, in terms of some of the high-end places, but I do want to just give a shout out for some, and, and in this case, I think too, some of the beauty is in the plating. I, I for one, have been eating a, a fair amount of, from, you know, plastic and takeout containers, and um, Angela Hansberger um, wrote um, a few of the pieces about some terrific dishes that are coming from um, some of our, you know, fine dining yeah. establishments. The cold smoked scallop at Lila Lila, I have had that, and it's it's a terrific dish. It's so beautiful, and um, I really am glad that we were able to include the twenty four karat magic at Southern Bell. And Angela writes about it being emblematic of what Southern Bell does, as like using a manifold of technique. I'm quoting her to hit many levels of the palate as well as textures to fully celebrate an ingredient. And I think listeners should be aware too that with the 24 karat magic, the way that they're they're treating the, they, they might not be able to get the, the carrot, but they treat so many other vegetables in this manner that if you can't get the carrot, well, you might get you know, something else that they've got, but it'll be treated kind of similarly. And I thought that was a great one. I, I do want to share one that I was able to write about, and I'm so glad we included them. Um, it's Just Bakery of Atlanta. Have you ever had um, baked goods from those guys? No. Okay. Well, you can Tell have me. them. You can order them come from the comfort of your home and get it delivered. Oh. Um, yes. So Just Bakery of Atlanta um they were created in 2017 and this is i mean it makes me feel really good when i order from them but it's a nonprofit and their mission is to help refugees in like long-term resettlement process in in an area so they give them job training professional certification living wage and when i say job training you know to be bakers and they work out of a commercial kitchen in Stone Mountain. I believe that they started actually in a church. But in any case, you can order um, online at justbakeryatl.org and they'll deliver to your doorstep. They also have neighborhood pickups. Um, I think generally it's inside the perimeter. And if you go to the website, it tells you, you know, where that is. And they're also at some pop-ups and I'll talk the cheesy garlic breadsticks are terrific. So they have gluten-free blueberry almond cake that I would never suspect to be gluten-free and the vegan carrot cake muffins are super duper moist. It's really worth it. So like if you are hosting somebody over the weekend, you know, like whatever, or need a, a collection of stuff or you're maybe going back to the office and need to bring something to office mates, it's a really nice, um, you can get a wide selection and feel terrific about what you're eating and also where the money's going for. So I'm glad we got to include them. That sounds great. Do you know how the delivery works? Who is it a third party that does it? No, no, no. They're delivering. They deliver it. Okay. Yeah. That's great. No, I think when you know when somebody has lost a loved one and you, you want to send them something, what yep. 
what you know what could be more sweet and warming than a and than a um, basket of fresh bread. I agree. Well, I agree. Are there any other ones? I know we're kind of um, getting um, we, tight on time, but any yeah. other ones that you wanted to give a quick shout out to? Yeah, um, you, you had mentioned Dell's video. Another great video is by um, Soraya, who's the chef at Hen Mother Cookhouse. And she, we, I wrote about her extra, extra large fried chicken biscuit. Um, she, her husband is from Mexico. He's, he's co-owner and, and chef. She's more of the mouthpiece of the, of the operation. Her, her Instagram stories are hilarious. I, I recommend that you follow her. Anyway, she made a great video of her video for us. And she talked about how she's from Chicago. She's Persian. She came down here. She's never going to make biscuits. She's never going to make fried chicken. Pimento cheese. No way. Well, wouldn't you know, it's her number one bestseller available only on weekends. It's really good. It's a whole lot of food. <laughs> you don't need, you can get it with, you can add on a fried egg. I mean, by all means, go for it if you're hungry, but um, you don't really need that. When I first read it, I, I have not tried it, and I can't wait to go, especially after seeing the video, which, again, for those who are listening, Bye. you'll find the video of about, mm, I think, maybe 12 of the places that we um, featured. Um, we have the chefs or someone from the um, establishment introducing the, the dish to, to us and explaining the care that goes and thought that goes into making it. But when I saw that one, I wanted to, the XXL fried chicken biscuit. I feel like I want a t-shirt that just says XXL and have a big biscuit there. To go with your peanut envy To go with my peanut envy t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> I see a theme here. Woo. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, but Wendell, before before we we sign off, I think that um, we should share a couple bits of news with with readers. One, um, I do want to mention because this week uh, in the today's in the food section, we got a new recipe column that's debuting. It's called Bake Better. That's by uh, Chris Wilkins from Root Baking Company and Pizza Jeans and. Um, wow. I'm pretty excited to have him join join our team of that's great of food contributors. Yep, he's yeah, he's been a baker for 12 years, and it's exciting to really um, go deeper with um, building a um, a baking community here in in Atlanta. So that's really fun. Yeah, Chris is actually um, two times Jane's Beard Award nominee too. So. So that's great. Smart. Welcome, Chris, if he if he's listening. And then let's talk a little bit about the restaurant review plans because we have had suspended those for you know a good eight solid 18, 19 months. Mm -hmm. Well, you should tell us what's going on. We're all okay. <laughs> so so they're back. <laughs> yeah, wow. Okay, people be very afraid. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so mid-November, the first, uh, uh, the the return of the the restaurant reviews, they will come back in in mid-November, and I'm, ex I'm excited to like to that. tackle those. I know you're excited, but don't blurt out who the first review is going to be. No, Amazing. no, mom, mom's the word. Mom's the word. <laughs> okay. But we're watching, right? We're watching people. So yeah, there's always something going on in the world of food and dining. This is probably a topic for another episode, but the idea of how you cover restaurants during a pandemic and 
and you know you 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 cut people a lot of slack and you don't want to be you know people are 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 stressed out and there's so many issues with labor and and ingredient shortages at the same time people are paying money you know they there are certain expectations um and i feel like we kind of owe it to the readers to to address that we absolutely do i think wendell let's make it a date because i think that's a good idea and um, there is a lot of thought that goes into um, and the approach that we that we take. And um, we don't do these aren't Yelp reviews. These really. Um, uh, yeah, it, 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 there's a whole process to to what people end up seeing, you know, in a finished product. And um, I'm happy to to do another yeah. uh, podcast recording on that. So I'll, let's make it a date. Sounds good. I can't wait. All right, awesome. Hey, thanks oh, so much you, for joining me. Can you bring a, a Flintstones turkey leg? Oh, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> you bring me the Oh, Make sure it has lots of sauces with it. Okay, that's a deal. That's okay. a deal. What were you All asking right. to bring you? What do you want? I, I want you to bring me the XXL. Um, <laughs> okay. And I'll bring you the turkey leg with the Jamaican jerk sauce. Wow. wow. Okay. That right. um, we don't want anybody videotaping that. Though. <laughs> no, no videos. Okay. All, all right. right. Well, thanks. Hey, Wendell. Thanks. And I just want to thank all of those who are listening for tuning in. And again, you can read all of our 37 current favorite Atlanta dishes, as well as the latest dining news and food recipes on AJC.com. And we'll, um, we'll just keep that, keep on eating, right? Yeah. So long, everybody. Thank you so much for having me, Lagaya. You betcha. Okay. Take care. Okay. I'm going to go have some saltines and butter now. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Ryan Millsap, who built one of the largest TV and film studios in Metro Atlanta, has shifted gears, announcing the launch of a new Atlanta-based streaming service focused on action and high-intensity drama called Black Hall Americana. Millsap said he's in talks with big-name Hollywood writers, directors, and actors to create and appear in original productions and take equity positions in the company. Find out more about this new effort on Rodney Ho's radio and TV talk blog at AJC.com. Tom Gray was on his way to a recording session to put some background vocals on a new song when he collapsed last Friday. Posting online while waiting in a hospital bed, he wrote a typically candid and slightly sardonic note about the unpleasant nature of emergency rooms and his eagerness to be back home. Though he had dealt with cancer twice, he had seemingly beat it twice. Friends and fans were stunned when Gray's musical partner, Mark Johnson, who plays slide guitar in their blues band Delta Moon, announced Sunday that Gray had died. Read Bo Emerson's remembrance of this great Atlanta musician on AJC.com. Leonard Skinner has joined several other major rock acts, including Kiss, Elton John, and Ozzy Osbourne, that have decided to retire from touring and are doing farewell tours to mark the occasion. For the members of Skinner, the decision came down to wanting to go out on their own terms, rather than having touring taken away from them. It all comes down to the health of the aging band members. Read our interview with guitarist Ricky Medlock on AJC.com ahead of the band's appearance in Atlanta this weekend. 
After moving the Shaking Knees Music Festival from May to October before deciding to cancel the 2020 edition due to COVID-19 concerns, the festival is set to return to downtown Central Park October 22nd through the 24th, with Foo Fighters headlining Friday, Run the Jewels headlining Saturday, and The Strokes closing out the festival as the Sunday headliner. Foo Fighters joined the bill in August to replace Stevie Nicks after the singer canceled her 2021 concerts due to concerns over COVID-19 and the spread of the Delta variant. You'll find our overview of the festival, along with interviews with performers Arlo Parks and Alice Cooper, on AJC.com. To get the AJC delivered or to subscribe to the e-paper, go to AJC.com slash subscribe. For more things to do in and around Atlanta, go to AJC.com. The podcast is edited by Tyson Horn. The theme music is by Bo Emerson and Billy Guen, and I'm your host, Shane Harrison. Join us next week for more Access Atlanta. Ocean breeze, tropical beach, pina colada. You can buy an air freshener to make your car smell like you're in an oceanside paradise. Or, better yet, you can point your car toward Daytona Beach and come experience the real thing. Visit DaytonaBeach.com to discover all there is to see, do, and enjoy along the world's most famous beach. Daytona Beach, Florida. Beach on. Donald Trump has been indicted in Atlanta. We have so many court dockets to follow, but we haven't really seen anything yet. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has covered every moment of this historic case. I've been writing about this investigation for two and a half years. Our team is led by reporters Bill Rankin and Tamar Hallerman. Follow our coverage on AJC.com and listen to new in-depth episodes of the award-winning podcast, Breakdown, The Trump Indictment, only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution.